This episode of the New Hampshire Business Show is sponsored by Everlasting Capital. If you're a small business and you need money in a bank and won't give it to you, Everlasting Capital is here to help. In as quickly as a couple of days, you can have the funding your business needs for new equipment or anything else you can need the capital for. So submit your application today and see how they can help you out. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today we're here with Michelle McCartney of McCartney Bookkeeping. How's it going? Pretty awesome. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> so let's do this. Let's talk about what you do, who you are at bookkeeping, and we'll try to make it fun because I know that can get <laughs> a little crazy. <laughs> yes. So bookkeeping is essentially, most people look at it and think of data entry, and obviously that's a portion of it, but there's a lot more to it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the value that I bring to clients is not necessarily, hey, here's your numbers, but it's, these are the, this is how your business is doing. Yep. And I think that that's how business owners need to look at bookkeeping and that's how they need to look at their finances is not necessarily this is how much money I made, this is how much money I lost, but you know this is how much money I have to work with and this is how I'm doing as opposed to last month. So a lot of what I do is I work specifically with service-based industries and I work specifically on QuickBooks Online and so essentially I go in, I categorize all their you know, bank statements, I categorize all their transactions, I uh, print out the three different statements for them, the profit and loss, the balance sheet, and the statement of cash flows, and then give them to them, they get a chance to look at it. Um, I do reconcile the bank accounts as well, obviously, to make sure it all matches up. Once they look it over, if they have any questions, they contact me and then we basically have a discussion about it. Um, I do have a couple add-on services, so I do payroll as well. Um, and then I also do some slight collections because um, I did two years of debt collections before, so I'm quite good at it. Yeah. Um, it's not my favorite thing, which is why I got away from it, but you know, it is a little extra service I do. Um, and then recently I've added on some very, very basic web design using Wix. Um, I just, I created my own website. A lot of people liked it and a lot of people asked me to do theirs. Yeah. So I did a few of them and then I was like, you know what? I should just offer this as a thing I do. Um, so that's kind of where we're at. But I think the, like I said, the biggest value that I bring is really the opportunity for businesses to sit there and say, okay, I think I want to hire an employee. How much money do I have to do that? You know, um, I've been getting all this extra work. How is that affecting me? You know, you can't grow your business unless you know where your business is. Yeah. And a lot of people, I guess, oversee that and they think, oh, well, down the line, I'll get a bookkeeper when I'm, you know, making more money or, you know, when I really need it or I don't have the time. And it's like, well, that's true. You could. (laughs) But a bookkeeper shouldn't be thought of as a utility bill. It should be thought of as an investment because you can't move your business forward unless you know where you're at now. Yeah. So... That's essentially what I do. (laughs) Um, I've been growing actively, which is awesome. Um, Me and my clients all get along really well, which is super helpful, you know. Um, You know, we have good relationships, and that's helpful as well. Yeah. So That's good. Well, I hope you get along with your clients. Yeah. It's like, she's an awesome bookkeeper. Man, (laughs) she is not very pleasant. Well, you know, it's funny, though, because uh, obviously, like, part of networking is you meet a lot of other bookkeepers, Mm -hmm. and I... 
<laughs> more often than not, I hate to say it, but more often than not, you hear them talking about all their trouble clients, you know, and I can very happily say I don't have any of them. You know, I don't have people who call me at inappropriate hours or refuse to get back to me or, you know, they're demanding something that's completely absurd. Yeah. You know, like I don't have that issue. And, you know, I we text each other if we need to text and, you know, I can quickly hop on the phone with somebody. And, you know, I work from home and I have a 20 month old. So it's just, sometimes it's like, they'll call me and I'm like, hey, I can talk, but just so you know, I got a baby in the background, so you might hear that playing and, you know, everybody's, everybody's cool with it. So yeah. it definitely helps. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so how is it, you, just, you brought it up, you have children, you yep. a child. Um, how is that running a business with children? Because I know mm-hmm. as a female entrepreneur, that usually yes. comes up a lot, is they bring up family, you have kids, can't work, you know, whatever, stay at home mom type thing. Yeah. So that is a big, um, I don't want to say downside, but uh, hurdle. Yes. So it is definitely challenging. Um, you know, just yesterday I was on the phone with a, a potential client consultation. Looks like she'll be signing on. So that's great. Um, but I was on the phone with her and I usually try to schedule like these phone calls, anything that's going to be on the phone. I try to schedule it around times that my daughter's going to nap. Yeah. Now, my daughter's going through a slight regression right now. And so all week, you know, even though it's like the most busy week I've had as a bookkeeper and booked with all these, you know, consultations, um, all week she's been fighting it. So it's like I'm on the phone and my daughter's like screaming in her room in the background. And I'm like, hey, I'm sorry, but that's just going to happen for a little yeah. bit. Like there's not a whole lot I can do. So, I mean, there's definitely hurdles. Um, but so, I mean, the whole reason I got into this in the first place is because I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. And so when I was pregnant with my daughter, I worked in debt collections. I did it for two years and I was pregnant. And the company that I worked for, which I will not name, they did not handle my pregnancy very kindly. Yeah. So they made things very difficult. There was, I mean, my midwife basically flat out told me that there was harassment going on. Um, they weren't very kind about it. And so I quit my job. And I stayed home and my husband immediately was like, I need a raise because <laughs> now we don't have two incomes. And his boss gave it to him, which was awesome. So we're basically off of his income. But I said, you know, we're getting by and that's awesome, but we need more. Yeah. And I'd like to be able to contribute. Like my whole goal was to be a stay at home mom. But, you know, you still want to contribute to mm-hmm. the finances. Absolutely. You know. And so, and I think one of the biggest things I see in moms groups is these moms are in the exact same boat. They've got kids, they want to help contribute, so they have a little extra money, you know, but it's hard because you have all the kids at home. Mm -hmm. So what I basically decided was the only way I could make this work was to find something that I could do that didn't really require too much phone time or anything like that, obviously. Um, But it's something that I was able to do. I had the skill set to do. And something that I could kind of, you know, make my own business out of so that I could work my schedule around whatever was going on in the family. So I basically looked around. I said, what can I do to make this happen? I don't Mm. even know what I would come across. And I went through, like, all these different, like, work from home customer service and, you know, the different MLMs that come up. And, you know, you you try everything. Mm -hmm. But none of it really clicked. And then finally... I, I just, I was thinking, because I've been running my family's finances for years. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, I'm good with that. I know how to do it. And I, you know, have some basic skill sets that I can build on. 
And so I took just a couple like online courses, Mm -hmm. learned a lot more. And I said, you know what? I feel totally confident. Like I can definitely do this. And so that's essentially how it started. I said, I'm going to open up my own business. I'm going to do that. And I'll kind of grow as I, you know, as I can. And um, unfortunately, I started my business at the beginning of this year. So (laughs) as you can imagine, I had like five different clients that were like on board to set up and Mm -hmm. then you know, COVID hit. And so literally I think one of them doesn't, is not even in business anymore. Um, yeah, but the rest of them I never heard back from, but I mean, quite frankly, everybody's, you know, (laughs) hurting a little bit. So, um, but in the meantime, so I did kind of, once COVID hit, there was a couple months there where really there wasn't a whole lot of activity. Everybody was just kind of trying to figure out how to manage with what was happening. And so, and then I started growing a little bit more and I, you know, started getting a few clients. And so now it's been actively building and we're definitely on the uphill now. So that's good. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, I am pregnant again. So we have baby number two coming. Congratulations. I think we talked about that before. Yeah. yeah. And um, so baby number two, we're having a second daughter and she's coming in February. And so my goal is to get six new clients by the end of the year Mm -hmm. and that way I can hire an employee to kind of take on some of that work so that way once baby number two comes I can kind of you know it's it's a lot to grow a business it's a lot to work it's a lot to you know on top of raising a family yeah absolutely so really getting those clients so that I can you know hire an employee to kind of take some of that off of me Mm -hmm. I think will be huge because then I can just really focus on building the business yeah you know, doing a little bit of work, obviously, here and there and, you know, having a newborn and a two-year-old. So, <laughs> yeah. Cool. So let's jump into, because I know bookkeeping is always one aspect of it, but mm-hmm. I think people often put bookkeeping in the same area they do, was it like accounting? Accounting or, and taxes. Or taxes. And, so yeah. that's a good one. Let's talk a little bit about all those little facets of how that works with you and then yeah. probably partners <laughs> and so that. So I... I'll start off by saying I do my own taxes, Mm -hmm. but I am in no way a tax professional. (laughs) So that's one of the big things I get is people, you know, they'll call me up and say, hey, I need you to do my taxes. And I say, hold on. Like, that's not what I do. I'm a bookkeeper. It's different. You know, I work with people's accountants and their, you know, their uh, tax preparers and everything. Depending on the business, some businesses file quarterly, some file yearly. It depends on entirely what the business structure is. Mm-hmm. So I work with their um, tax accountants. And basically, and part of it too is I help them track like depreciation on certain items. So like if it's a construction company, a lot of times there's vehicles involved or, yeah. you know, uh, machinery that they have. Um, or like a, one of my clients is a cleaning company. So like we'll track depreciation on some of like the bigger vacuums that cost a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. And so I'll help them track depreciation. But when you're working with the tax professionals, a lot of it is, okay, what do I need to make sure I'm putting aside so that come tax time and I throw everything at you, it's super easy to see, you know? And so um, I work a lot with them to kind of help it. So that way, one of the big things businesses do is they like to put off taxes as long as they can. They file extensions because it's a pain in the butt to do your business taxes. Yeah. So I try to make that easy by getting everything, you know, nice and enough good flow for them. So that way when tax time comes, it's like, okay, I can send everything over to them because I've been doing it all year long. Mm. You know, so um, we definitely do that. I don't, I'm not partnered with any sort of a tax firm yet. I am hoping to be. 
Um, the big issue that I find is a lot of tax firms offer bookkeeping services. Yeah. And so obviously that's a conflict of interest. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I will say, and this kind of goes back to some of the other clients that I potentially had before. So um, just to give you a little story, one of them had a horrible bookkeeper in the past, yeah. messed up their books entirely. They were going to file their taxes, gave everything to their accountant, and their tax accountant basically said, oh my goodness, this is like a whole big mess. I don't even, I can't file taxes with this. This is a disaster. So the accountant basically went back and redid, a, basically did a cleanup job on all of the, you know, the bookkeeping for the past year, and then did their taxes with it. Well, a tax accountant can charge a lot more per hour because they went to school and they have a CPA license. Mm -hmm. So this person ended up paying $13,000 to this tax preparer to get that done. Yeah. Well, I offer cleanup jobs for a year's worth of cleanup for about $1,000. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where like, People sometimes think like, oh, well, I'll just throw all my stuff at, you know, my tax accountant at the end of the year and they can fix it up and do it. And they don't realize that the thousands of dollars they spend on their accountant to fix it all for them is significantly more expensive than they would have been if they had just hired a bookkeeper to do it every month. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a good point because uh, you said business is often to waste money. Yeah, and they're putting their money towards weird things. Like, of course, taxes, the government, <laughs> they want all their money, right? Yeah. And so it's important, but at the same time, it doesn't have to be thirteen thousand dollars, right? Unless you're like IBM or like I. And Microsoft, to be honest with you, know, you I don't know the company that he went with. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he just—he's actually a close friend of the family, so mm -hmm. that's the only reason I knew like the details of it. Yeah. Um, but I just remembered thinking, and I, I told him, I said, you do realize you could have just given that to me. Like, yeah. the whole thing was he wanted me to start with a clean slate. Mm -hmm. So he was like, I'll just get it fixed with my accountant. They'll fix it. They'll do taxes, and then I'll hand it off to you, and you can they take over my bookkeeping. Way cheaper. You know, and he had already sent it off to the accountant, so I was just thinking, oh, I, not like I could talk him out of it now, you know. And then afterwards, he told me what he spent, and I was like, dude, you could have saved so much money if I had, yeah. you just let me do it, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So, because so, I know one of the biggest things about bookkeeping, we, I've even mm -hmm. joked about this beforehand. Yeah. It's not sexy. It's not mm. fun. No <laughs> one wants to do it, like, at all. Yeah. But it's important. It's like, mm -hmm. like you, uh, you kind of talked about it earlier. It's very important for your business if you want to grow anywhere. Mm -hmm. Because the minute you start, like, oh, let's get people to invest, they want to see that information. Like, oh, yeah. How's your book? How's your doing? What's your profit and loss look like? Yeah. Anything you want to do, um, credit, anything, it, mm -hmm. that's going to come up. And people just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's f funny, too, because obviously there's competent bookkeepers and there's bookkeepers who, unfortunately, like my other friend, you know, messes up the whole books. And um, it's just interesting because a lot of people don't realize like how important a good bookkeeper is until they exactly that. They go to a loan person and they say, hey, these are all the things we need. They try to get it together with what they think the, you know, the loan person wants. And then they send it off and they're like, what did you just hand me? Like, what is this? <laughs> I was actually, I've had this conversation a few times, mm -hmm. which is kind of funny that it came up again, um, <laughs> that I, I always say, as a professional, it's very important to go over what a good 
bookkeeper and a bad bookkeeper look like mm-hmm. because on the outside I would have no idea if two people were sitting in front of me which one's good or bad mm-hmm. I would have no idea yeah. you know but they would know yeah <laughs> or maybe an accountant would know because they're like oh man yeah so that's important so <laughs> let's let's talk about that a, a, a short bit before we roll into the end of it you know you have someone in front of you you're kind of auditioning them for mm-hmm. the role of bookkeeper in their company <laughs> What should they be looking at as far as competence, signs that they have no idea what they're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so there's a few different things. Um, one of them is essentially experience. That's, I mean, pretty across the board. The more experience, typically, the, mm-hmm. the better off they're going to be with knowing what they're doing. The other thing is every industry is different. So I work specifically with service-based industries, p- to be honest, because it's a little bit easier. I don't have to worry about tracking inventory. You don't have to worry about cost of goods sold. And you don't have to worry about, I mean, in New Hampshire, we don't have sales tax, but, you know, in other states there are. Yeah. So I try to keep it a little bit more simple, um, especially since I'm starting out and trying to, you know, I guess, grow my business. Um, I don't want anything too complicated and I don't want anything too diverse. So... Um, So I keep it to service-based industries. But the other thing that I would say is really talk to your accountant or to the bookkeeper and say, if you were to come across something that you didn't know how to do, how would you solve that problem? And, you know, that I think is a pretty good indication because the all the different industries, whether it's construction or, you know, a barber shop or, you know, a cleaning service, they all handle things differently. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times as a bookkeeper, you end up with a client where something might come up and you say, I've never done that before. Or I, you know, that's not something I'm super familiar with. And so what you want to do is find out how would they handle that, right? Because that's probably going to come up at some point, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and You know, if they kind of like look stumped, well, there's a good chance they probably haven't ever handled that before. And there's a good chance that they probably wouldn't know what to do. So I always say like, if I ever come across something where I don't know really what to do, um, I am on Facebook. And so I'm on a number of different Facebook groups that all have bookkeepers in them. Mm -hmm. And they're designed exactly for that. So like if something comes up where I don't know what to do, I literally can just post a question in there and says, hey, this is my situation. Obviously, we don't give any personally identifying information, but this is the situation. Um, You know, what's the best way to resolve this? Or I'm in QuickBooks and QuickBooks is doing this, this and this, and I've never come across that before. What do I do? You know, all these people will flood it with, you know, answers. And then you can sit there and go through the answers and kind of fact check them, you know, on the Internet because they got to be on the Internet. And so that's a great, you know, a great way to do it. Um, The other thing is people don't realize that bookkeepers can utilize the IRS. The IRS, if you literally just call them and ask them questions, they will answer pretty much anything for you. So, like, there were some questions where, like, you know, I had a client who um, his business didn't really have a physical location, but he kind of had an office, like, in, you know, his workshop in his house, Mm -hmm. right? I literally called up the IRS and I said, how's the best way for this person to claim that kind of a thing, you know, on their taxes? And, you know, and they basically explained the situation and they worked through with me how to legally do that, you know, the best way. Yeah. And so there's things like that where it's like there are definitely ways to find out the best solutions. Um, But if people aren't willing to, you know, utilize all those different resources, I'd say that's definitely a bad sign. Yeah. 
So. That's awesome. I was just thinking about a Facebook group full of bookkeepers. They, like, that's they gotta exist. Be, that's got <laughs> to be some stunning stuff. <laughs> Lots of lively conversations. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So for people who want to reach out, maybe a little, little learn a little mm-hmm. more, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, so um, you can go to my website. It's www.mccartneybookkeeping.com. It has all my contact information on there as well as the services that I offer. Um, You can call me, although, like I said, I do have children at home, so I will try to answer, but you might hear screaming or playing in the background, depending on the day. Um, Best way is through an email. Um, I do also text the phone number that's on my website is my cell phone, so you can text it, you know. I'm super open to chatting and, you know, getting in contact, but sometimes the phone is not the best, (laughs) not the best method. (laughs) Pretty cool. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me today. This has been good. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me on. (laughs) Absolutely. So if you need bookkeeping help, uh, you know, get your company back on track, definitely do that. Don't go to an accountant (laughs) except for accounting work and uh, everyone have a good day. Want more New Hampshire Business Show? Find us at iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and www.nhbusinessshow.com.